Thank you, Lord. Well, being this is the Sunday after Thanksgiving, my thought was to talk about the things that we're thankful for. But after I got through the first three chapters of Genesis, I'd said we'd be here until February. <laughs> but uh, I've kind of boiled it down. But I, based on what Mary Jean was saying, I want to I wanna give you one of the things that we are so, I mean, you know, there's a billion. You know, the Bible says that if everything Jesus did was written in a book, the world couldn't contain all the books. Anyway. In Genesis, and I did get there for a while, the Bible tells us that in the cool of the evening, in the evening every day, God came down and spoke and fellowshiped with Adam and Eve. Everybody knows that. That's 101 Christianity. Yes. Said he came down in the cool of the evening to fellowship with Adam and Eve. That meant he conversed with them. He spoke, they spoke, amen? Well, in chapter three, Man lost that because he died spiritually. So from Genesis to the Gospels, you didn't speak to God spiritually because they did not have the Spirit of God. Stay with me now. So on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost came Amen. and men and women were filled with the Spirit of God. Man started back conversing with God like Adam and Eve did in the garden. Come on now, do you get that? Because the Bible tells us that he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not as unto man, but speaketh to God. And it says that my speaking is unintelligible. I don't know what I'm doing, but the Spirit, I don't buy my sata boat. Come on now, that's why we're called Pentecostal folks. You have been filled, when you got born again, filled with the Spirit of God and the Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, it said they started speaking in other tongues as the Lord gave them to do, to do that. Folks, if you're not thankful for anything else, just thankful you can talk to God. Amen. Pastor, I don't understand it. You're not God. You're not supposed to understand it. But I look at it this way. When I pray with my intellect, with my mind and my body, my body gets involved in my praying. When I pray about a situation, I'm praying for my sister right here. She's told me she has a situation and she says, Pastor, would you please pray for me? And I would love doing that, girl. I would love to. So I'm going to pray what her situation I'm praying with my intellect. I'm praying with my understanding. I'm praying with what I know about the situation. Do you understand that? But then I'm going to start praying in tongues. Because now the spirit inside of me is praying the perfect prayer over her. That's That's why we pray in tongues. We know not how to pray in our, in our understanding, but when we pray in the spirit by faith, we believe that we are speaking straight to God and God has the answer. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I just had to say that that has nothing to do with what I want to talk about. Okay. We're going to try to get through this. 
in the next 20 minutes. John 10, 10, the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I'm thankful that Jesus came to give us life. Amen. I want to read this out of the Passion Translation. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness until you overflow. Can everybody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to try to, to capsulate all the things that we're thankful for into three words. Okay? The blood, the name, and the word. The blood. Hebrews 9 and 22 says, and without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. There had to be the shedding of blood for the remission of our sin. We see this back in Genesis because when Adam and Eve sinned against God, uh, they were kicked out. They were divorced from the garden, but they had covered themselves like we would with a fig leaf. But uh, God had to take an animal, a precious animal, and shed its blood and cover them with skin. Are you understanding that? So blood was shed right then for the remission of sin as Adam and Eve left the Garden of Eden. So without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. So say, thank God for the blood. Amen. First John 1 and 7 says, but if we walk in the light as he in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. The blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. I'm told this from time to time. Uh, everybody has a key point that they kind of preach on. And, and I love the forgiveness of sins. Because I know that my sins are forgiven. You can't talk me out of it. You can't, you can't try to sway me. I just have the revelation that my sins are forgiven if I ask for them. Because I know when I sin and I say, Lord, forgive me for I have sinned. Amen. Amen. So the blood of Jesus, it, it was shed for the remission of my sins. Amen. At the Last Supper in, Je- in Matthew 26, Jesus gave them the cup and said, this is my blood, which is shed for you for a covenant between God and his people. <sighs> Jesus holding that cup and he said, this is my blood that is shed for you for the remission of your sin as a covenant between God and his people. Wow, I'm thankful for that. Amen. Ephesians 1 and 7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the rights of God's grace. Because of God's grace. Hallelujah. we We could exhaust thanking God for all that he's done for us. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, the name of Jesus. I I don't know where I I got this, but it's got to be 60 or 70 years ago. This scripture came to me, Acts 4 and 12. 
For there is salvation in no other, for there is no other name given among men by which we must be saved. Everybody say, no other name. name. Only one name. name. And his name name. is Jesus. Jesus. Golly. No other name given among men by which we must be saved. Not Allah, not Buddha, not Hira Krishna, not an angel, nothing. There's only one name. His name is Jesus. The philosophy of the world is, well, Jesus, I mean, God is so big, he's got different ladders that go up to him. You know, when you don't have the spirit of God in you, you'll believe that. But when you have the spirit of God in you and you read his spiritual book, you understand, oh, there's no other name. There's no other name. His name is Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. John 14, 13. Whatever you ask in my name, I will see the Father does it so he is glorified. There's power in the name of Jesus. I've had, I've had occasions I mean, in dire situations, life and death situations with a person. And uh, what I had, I was able to give. And it was in the name of Jesus. Amen. I just said, in the name of Jesus. And I started rebuking. I said, you're not allowed in heaven, so therefore you're not allowed down here. You were bound in heaven, so you were bound down here. All because of the name of Jesus. Just say the name of Jesus. All the fullness of the Godhead, all the fullness of the Godhead is in that name. Woo, Jesus, Jesus. You know, I did a study on the names of God. And in the Bible, there are 100 names of God. El Shaddai, Adonai, Joshua, Hosea, uh, and, and I can name them all. And there's a thousand references to God and his attributes and who he is. Amen? Oh, let me get my, let me get my scripture. Look at Philippians 2. Philippians 2, 8, 9, and 10. Talking about Jesus. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, because of what Jesus did, therefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above Every name. Thank you, Lord. That in Jesus Christ, every attribute of God, every activity of God, every benefit of God has been put in the name of Jesus. That at the name of Jesus, hallelujah, every knee should bow of things in heaven and of earth and things under the earth. Anything that has a name has to bow its knee. Cancer is a name. It has to bow its knee. I can't even pronounce this latest garbage that's trying to scare us. This coronavirus, 
That's all it is, is a trick of the devil. Yes. It's trying to make people fearful, separate themselves. Amen. Now, I know we need to be smart, but folks, we have a name that's above every name. The blood of Jesus is shed abroad over our house. I hope it's over your house too. Amen. There's a hedge of protection around a Christian. Amen. No weapon formed against us can prosper. No evil, no plague can come nigh my dwelling place because I trust in the Lord. Amen. Apply the blood of Jesus. We've got, this, we've got his blood and we've got his name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I'm leaving out so many other scriptures, but the word of God. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Psalms 107, 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all their destruction. Hallelujah. Hebrews 4. I don't think, I, I don't know if I gave that to you. Uh, did I give that to you, Jonathan? No. Hebrews Hebrews. Hebrews 4 and 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrows. It is a discernment of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Golly. The word of God. Amen. The power that's in the word of God. You know, there's a power in the word of God even when you don't, you, we don't even know it. Amen. I found out the power that's in the Word of God in 1970. Minding my own business, smoking a cigarette, drinking a beer. But I found a scripture. Romans 8:31. And it said, If God be for you, who can be against you? Hallelujah. There was turmoil going on inside of me, and I didn't know how to deal with it. I was in a new city. I was in a job I did not like. I had recently been married. I now have two kids instead of one. And God saw what was in my heart and in my spirit. And he spoke that to me one evening, just he and I. And that one little scripture, like on a fortune cookie, little piece of paper. And all it said was, if God be for you, who can be against you? And it changed my life. And I wasn't even looking for it. So guess what happens if you're looking for it? Thank you, Lord. There's power in the scriptures. By his stripes, we are healed. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God shall provide all of my needs through his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That word is powerful, but you know what? It has to be spoken. Confession has to be oral. We confess with our mouth. We believe in our heart and we confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. The simplicity of that, when you consider three, over three million words in this Bible, written over 1,500 years, three languages, three continents, 44 writers, and the simplicity, if you confess and believe in your heart. Yes. 
that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. You shall be saved. And all the benefits of Genesis through Revelation become ours. And it's not based on anything I've done. It's not based on anything you've done. All you've done is by faith said, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Amen. And the blood becomes active. Hallelujah. The word of God becomes active. Yes, Lord. The name of Jesus. Lord, forgive me. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. And I'm saved. Amen. And I did nothing but believe it. The Bible says in Hebrews, without faith, it's impossible to please God. What is faith? Faith is believing that what you cannot see will come to pass. Amen. But see, the opposite of that is fear. Fear is believing that what you cannot see will come to pass. Amen? Amen? But God's not given us a spirit of fear, Hallelujah. but of power and love and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. Amen? Yes. So I just say, I'm just going to use my faith. I mean, this new strain, this new thing that's coming out, you know, and they're, they're saying the hospitals are going to be filled up and all of this, people are going to die. Well, thank you, Jesus, not in my house. Amen. You mean, Pastor, you can talk that away with your words? Well, of course you can. Thank you, Lord. He sent his word and healed us. Hallelujah. Matthew 8 and 8. I love this story. The power that's in the Word of God. Amen. The centurion came to Jesus and said, my servant is grievously ill. He said, Lord, I'm not worthy for you to move and to come under my roof. But just say the word only. Is there power in that? Yes. That's more than an atomic bomb. Just speak the word only. See, see, that's important. It didn't say think it. It didn't say ponder on it. He said, speak. Now this man had a, uh, he was a centurion. He had a hundred men under him. He was a very prestigious position. And uh, uh, he wanted to be looked at highly. And so he's saying this in front of Jesus and a crowd and he said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you would come under my roof, but if you'll just speak the word only. And they're walking to the house. And his servant was healed. And, and the centurion said, at what time of day was he healed? And it was the same time that Jesus spoke healing over him. Amen. Come on. Golly. How do we say thanks for all the things that God has done for us? All the things so undeserved, yet he gave his life for us. The forgiveness of sins. Man does no longer have to carry around guilt and confusion and condemnation. If you are born again by the blood of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Amen? Amen? I'm thankful for that. Amen. I'm thankful for Jesus. Amen. Mm. The Bible says a lot. <laughs>
But the Bible says that it pleased God. Isaiah 53, if you ever read Isaiah 53, all that Jesus had to go through before he died. And at the end of that, it said, it pleased God to bruise Jesus. It, it, it pleased God for all of that stuff to happen to Jesus. He said it pleased him. I didn't like that the first time I read that. I said, Lord, how can you say it pleased you? Because he knew what was going to happen because of Jesus' obedience to the cross. You and I are here today. And we have the forgiveness of our sins. Amen. I want to close with this. You're born again. You're filled with the Spirit of God. But have you been baptized in the Holy Ghost? So what does that mean, Pastor? It says, well, someone's going to lay hands on you and they're going to pray over you that you receive the Holy Ghost. You have the Spirit of God in you. When you accepted Jesus, you got God's Spirit in you. But the Holy Spirit is the paracletes. It's the helper that I'm going to, that I have invited into my life that helps me when I call upon him. And with that spirit of God, I now speak in an unknown tongue. I now can praise God. The Bible says in Corinthians that, that I pray with my understanding and then I pray in the spirit. It said I sing with my understanding and then I sing in the spirit. I'm allowing the spirit of God to pray through me, but he has to use my mouth. Yes. Hallelujah. If you're here this morning and you've never been baptized, you've never been filled with the Holy Ghost, and you want to do that today, stand up. It's just very simple. I'm just going to pray over you. By faith, you receive that. Anybody here today say, Pastor, I want that. Thank you, Lord. Anybody want that this morning? Lead us, Lord. Pray for that one next to you in tongues for a minute. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just where you're standing right now, just ask him, Lord, fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your spirit, Lord. Now thank him for it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. It's that simple. It's that simple. You don't do anything. You don't have, he's not looking for you to perform or do anything. He just says, by faith, just receive it. Just start praising him. Just let it loose. Just let it loose. Just praise him. Just don't do it in English. Just, just whatever comes out of your spirit. Rivers of living water. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your grace. You know, everything that from Genesis to Revelation, everything about that word was made for you. 
If you were the only person in the world, revelations to, to I mean, Genesis revelation, it was all about you. God had you on his heart when he formed and wrote the Bible over 1,500 years, 1,500 years, 40 writers, three languages. We have a hard time understanding one language. Three languages, three continents. And God put it, just like he positioned the stars in the sky, he positioned the words in this Bible. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says that we didn't choose him. He chose us. Ha <laughs> ha. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> I'm glad when he chose me, I answered him. Amen. Down in the, down in the gutter. Down in the gutter. Down in the gutter. And God called our names. When we were the worst of the worst, he called our names. When we got to the place we couldn't do nothing, he called us. Because see, as long as I can do everything, I don't need God. He called us in our weak state to make us strong in his state. Amen? George Washington started Thanksgiving. And he declared it to be the 25th of November when he was president. Abraham Lincoln, help me somebody, 17, when was Abe around? Who was around when Abe was around? <laughs> and don't point at me. But Abraham Lincoln did a great two and a half minute speak about our nation and how thankful we were for our nation that God was our God. And he declared that it would be, excuse me, the fourth Thursday of every month. Every year. Of every year, excuse me. The fourth of every year, November the, whatever the fourth Sunday is. Thank you, Lord. I'm glad that our government, that, a, that they established this. Thank you, Lord. Stand to your feet with me. Tell the next person to you, you're thankful for them. You're thankful for them. Now, I know I left out your favorite verse of what you're thankful for, so forgive me. I had to tie this up in the blood and the name and the word of God, but it's all about Jesus. Amen. He loves us so much that from the beginning, even when Adam and Eve lost it, God made a way for us to come back into fellowship as Adam and Eve were. And I can talk to God. The Bible says those that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons and daughters of God. Amen. So we have to allow our spirit to lead us rather than our mind and our flesh. Amen. We just slap our, our flesh, led by the Spirit. Father, we praise you and we just thank you. Lord, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy, for your forgiveness, Lord, we just say Jesus. Everything's wrapped up in Jesus. And we say thank you for Jesus. All that he accomplished, Lord. All that he did. All that he said, Lord. Thank you. We praise you right now. And we, Lord, we thank you for it. What a beautiful day. Lord, every day is Thanksgiving Day. 
every day, Lord, we just say, thank you, Father. You know, I'm sorry. The Bible says this, in everything, give thanks. Now, it doesn't say for everything. In the midst of everything, give thanks. Because what we're saying is whatever I'm going through has to bow its knee to the thankfulness that I have towards God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hello. I just wanted to share real quick for those that stood up to receive the baptism of the Holy or the, the prayer language. Um, when I got born again, I was born again for five years before I got filled with the Holy Spirit. And I searched for it and searched for it, wanted it. I, it the Bible says, open your mouth and I'll fill it. I'd go into my bedroom and open my mouth and <laughs> nothing came out. And I really yearned to have that baptism in the Holy Spirit and the power of God released in my life. But I just never could get to it. Finally, one day I went to, I was, I was fed up. I was just like, all right, Lord, if you want me to have it, you'll see that I get it somehow. And I went to a prayer meeting and a, a girl came up to me and says, have you been baptized in the Holy Ghost? I thought, oh, brother, here we go again. <laughs> I said, well, I believe I have, but I don't speak in tongues if that's what you're asking. And so she, she led me through some prayer, some words. She gave me some words, just Shandala Maka. Shandala Maka. So she said, say this after me. And I know there's difference of opinion as to whether you should do it this way or not. But it worked for me as long as I was, uh, had struggled with it. And so uh, I, she said she left me alone. I was always afraid because they'd get you at the altar and they wouldn't let you go until you <laughs> performed, you know. And that, that scared me. So, <laughs> so she left me alone after that. And so I went on home. The next morning, she called me to see how I was doing, and she shared with me that she had gotten one word when she got filled with the Spirit. She got one word, and she said, Lord, when you get tired of hearing this, you'll have to give me more. <laughs> I said, well, I didn't know you could do it that way. So I said, well, so I thought back on what were the words that she'd given me, and they came right back to my mind. So I started saying them out loud. I just started saying them out loud. And for days, I just went around the house going, Shandala Maka, Shandala Maka. And then we ended up going out to Lakewood, and Kenneth Hagin was there, and somebody was wanting to get filled with the Spirit. So I had been saying my little word, Shandala Maka, Shandala Maka, and telling the Lord, if you get tired of hearing this, you'll have to give me more. And there I was with Kenneth Hagin and in a circle, and I'm doing my little Shandala Maka, and then all of a sudden, my lips unhooked. And brrr, just came pouring out. So I just want you to know that you may be driving the car or you may be anywhere, but Shandala Maka may come out of your... Something will come to you. Give it place. Give it a place. Amen. Speak it out and give it a place because it will unhook. Amen. And you'll be in there. So don't ever feel like God's not, not there for you. He's there for you. Sometimes we're not free enough to express Amen. it. So I just wanted to encourage you with that. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. One of our, our biggest issues is that when the baptism fell, there was no resistance. There was no uh, opposite teaching to what it is or what it was. And we've been conditioned over all these years in healing, prosperity, the baptism, 
that it wasn't for us, that it's passed away, that it's only for a special few. And so we've been conditioned. That's why when the, the power doesn't fall, that's why we don't see the mass healings. It's because we've had enough bad unbelief and teaching so that our minds battle with, is this real or is it not? There was no resistance back there. They didn't know what they were waiting for. They just knew to wait. Amen? So we have to, it takes longer because we have to preach and get our faith where we can receive it because somebody told us along the way that it, tongues was of the devil, that it's passed away, that all the miracles left with the apostles. And folks, it's as real and as relevant today as it was 2,000 years ago. The same Jesus, the same cross is here today, the same power of God. So don't walk out of this building wondering, oh Lord, where's the power? The power's here. We just got to get through our own unbelief, get our minds out of the way, let the Spirit take over. And it's so simple. It's so simple. Just believe. Amen? Amen. Well, it's 1156, so I got four more minutes. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I just want to thank those that were able to give into our Thanksgiving outreach. We were able to bless five families with a Thanksgiving meal this Thanksgiving. And from the ones that I talked to, that was a big bird they got. And so they were blessed and they're eating off it. I want to just announce for our Christmas outreach, we're going to be doing a, a similar thing, but we're going to bless Wham! this year, which is West Houston Assistance Ministries. Steve is now the president of the board. That's the benevolence arm of several churches here in the West Chase area. And folks, they're doing an amazing job. They are with the homeless. They are job placement. They are, I mean, they are on it. And I just feel really strongly that for us as a body to add our faith this year, we're going to receive offerings for Wham. And uh, we're going to make sure that every dime, if you gave in the Thanksgiving, we had more gave than people that actually needed. That's a good thing. Amen. That means our, our body is prospering and blessed. I'm going to take those funds and I'm just going to pour them over into the Christmas outreach, if that's okay, for those that gave. And that will all once again go into benevolence and go into helping people where the rubber meets the road. Amen. So as you are praying, as you are, you know, getting into the Christmas mode, we, Merry Christmas, because we're there. Amen. But as you are making a list and you know, who to give and what to give. Just we want to receive an offering over the next couple of weeks. You can just earmark it online. Just say wham on it, and we're going to get it. We're going to add to it. We're going to take it over there, and we're going to be a blessing to the people in our area. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, look at somebody. Say Merry Christmas. Tell them this is going to be the best Christmas you've ever had. You have more than enough. You're not going to go in debt. Everything's going to fit. And Amazon's going to work on time. In Jesus' name, God bless you. You're dismissed.